Welcome to Have a Listen, the podcast. Now here are your hosts, Lewis and Gibby. What's going on, people? It's hey your guys. boy, Lewis. Hey, guys. What's We're going on? We're back at it again. Okay, guys. So I'm just going to start off the show here. And uh, I said I was never going to have to apologize you to anybody. You tell them. And uh, so uh, last week's episode was canceled due to uh, a little bit of a mishap from uh, your boy, Gibby. Um, what had happened was I left my uh, my mic in the car, uh-huh. right? And it was a little bit of a chillier day. So we uh, I grabbed the mic after my day of work, came inside. And I guess because uh, the heat is a little bit on, uh, drastic change from hot to cold, everybody, for those that don't know science... Causes condensation, <laughs> and there was a little bit of condensation inside the mic, apparently, and um, yeah, so we were recording, and when we were recording, we noticed a couple of little things, but we were just, we just rolled with it, and uh, we listened to it afterwards, and it was, uh, it was a mess. Yeah. So, and, uh, and the whole time we were recording, it sounded like alien frequencies, we were picking up signals, I, I think I heard the neighbors having a, a conversation on the phone. Yeah, it was, it was just a mess, and uh, so yeah, this is my first and hopefully last formal apology to all the listeners, and to you as well, Lewis, my apologies. Yes, that really hurt me and hurt the fans, all 12 of them. <laughs> all right, uh, me, no apologies today, but I want to start off the show right away and issue a wake-up call <laughs> to Carl Alsner, call, call, somebody call Carl Alsner, okay, (laughs) and tell him to wake the F up. I almost feel like uh, when he's on the ice, he should just wait in the defensive zone for the, for the play to come to him because he's slow as molasses. He can't hit, he can't shoot. Uh, To tell you the truth, I still, you know, haven't found exactly what he can do besides get in the goalie's way. Take a cap hit. <laughs> Hopefully, this will wake his ass up. I don't know if he's saving it for the playoffs or what the hell he's doing, but <laughs> newsflash, buddy, there might be your no playoffs. Playoff. Let's go. <laughs> so that's how I want to start off the show because I just, I don't know, that guy, his, I just, you know how much I hate Carl Alsner. Yeah, he's not looking good. All right. So, well, of course, we're going to start off the show with the return of Carey Price. Yes. Wow. What do you see from the revitalized Netminder? Carey Price is back, and the price is right, guys. I'm going to go out yeah. and say it like that. Um, he's been back for two games, and I loved, I, loved, I loved what I saw. I don't know why I stuttered there, but uh, I loved what I saw in the last two games with him. He looks like he's got his confidence back. His lateral movement is a lot more smooth and fluid from post to post. Um, he doesn't look as sluggish and slow as he did prior to his injury. Mm-hmm. Um, his rebound control and overall directing the puck into the corners with saves, I found it's been a lot better as well. Um, if I'm a betting man, I think the the rumors of him having an injury were true. None of that garbage yeah, that we heard. Definitely. Um, if I were a betting man, I'd say it was some type of knee, like MCL sprain or some sort of that. Or a groin injury, which is why his lateral movement might have been looking a little rusty. But uh, he's looking a lot better now that he's healed up. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it was so refreshing to see uh, watching Kerry. And I was there. Yeah, you were. Saturday night, right behind the net. So I had a pretty good view of Kerry. I got to see him twice. Mm -hmm. I was on his side. Um, uh, Just watching him battle, make saves. It was so refreshing to see. It just so refreshing. He looked like himself. 
And uh, I agree with you 100% made me truly believe that the injury was not a joke because uh, you can't just flip like that. He yeah. just looked so awkward before. And I know Buffalo, it was beautiful to get that win, but then there was still doubt in my mind and people's minds just because it's Buffalo, right? Yeah. It wasn't really a complete test, but... Columbus on Monday. Big squad. He played even better. Yeah. You know, and the team depended on him big time in that game. So I think it definitely helps the team knowing he's back there. It helps them. Uh, but we can't stop playing for 60 minutes just because he's back there. We need to be a lot better. Uh, you know, that second and third period against Columbus were terrible. Yeah, it wasn't. It was it. a good game for Price. It was great to see, knowing, like, you know, we usually win. A, and there's a lot of games with Price was Price earlier in the season that we would have won. Oh, for sure. Right, him playing like that. But yeah. still, I don't want him to mask the problems that this team still has because we. it's it's a plus to have him. But mm-hmm. now let's start building. Even now that the pressure is not completely on us and we're getting blown out, I think there's a lot that we need to fix still. Agreed. Uh, oh, another guy here. Uh, so Shea Weber, as you know, been out. Yeah. The emergence or resurgence yeah. of Jeff Petrie. Yeah. My name is Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I think uh, I think Petrie heard all our call-outs and shout-outs to him. Yeah, about... and I did uh, put that on Twitter. I yeah. said, uh, hey. I called him out, so thank you guys, because I did give him a wake-up call, and it seems like uh, he has uh, received it. Yeah, he's finally received it, and he's realized realized that uh, I guess he's proven us wrong. Maybe he didn't bump his head in the offseason with all his brain parts. (laughs) I don't know. It looks like he simplified his game a little bit, and I think he's starting to play a little bit more consistent. Um, Like I always talk about in in our podcast, uh, the consistency with the Habs is terrible. Um, on Saturday, he actually, he broke up a few two on ones, um, against Buffalo. He seems to be playing a lot more confident. Like I said, with price, uh, confidence is key guys. Um, hopefully he's found his game and, uh, we get the, the 2015 Petrie back guys. Yeah. Cause yeah. that, that Petrie was, was a lot better, better than, uh, better. the Petrie, uh, at the beginning of the season, yeah. for sure. You say resurgence, I say emergence, uh, maybe, you know, maybe it's so, both, maybe it's, it's not, both. maybe it's none, maybe it's not grammatically correct. I don't know. I'm not here to teach you English, but you get my point. I'm going to say emergence because I, I feel like now that Weber was out, he's been expected to be the number one. And he's done just that, you know, racking up the big boy minutes, being physical. I've noticed his physicality level has really increased. He has an active stick. He's shutting down the top lines right now. In my opinion, this is the best I've ever seen Jeff Petrie as a Montreal Canadian. Maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's just deceptive because we haven't seen good defense all yeah. year, so it's been a long time yeah, since we've probably. seen it. That's probably uh, it's an it argument is. that could be made, and it, and it's a small sample size, right? It, it really is, but mm-hmm. I really like the way he's played, but I really think that the true test here is when Weber comes back. Yeah. Can he continue to play at this level on the second pairing? Right? Because if this is the real Jeff Petrie, please stand up. Please, not for real, but if if this is the real Jeff Petrie, right? Yeah. uh, Then this is what we need from him. We need him him to perform like this if we want to get back in contention. So hopefully this is uh, the beginning of the end. Something brand new. The uh, the The beginning beginning of the end. The the end of a new beginning. Yes. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go with that one. Okay. (laughs) 
Sticking on defense. Uh, the curious case of Jacob Yerabek or what is you Dude, said? I don't like. I was no, because I heard them talking about it on the radio today. It's like Jerabek or something yeah, weird, see, and man. This happens with a lot of players. It's like Emelin, Yemelin, Yemelin, like, yeah. Uh, the the player it depends on how he feels. We'll tell you to call him something. Like there's players' names who they tell they told you to change it after years. Yeah, who was it? Um, oh my God, someone yeah, was it somebody. from Minnesota? Oh, Parise. Yeah, uh, right? Parisi, right? Yeah, Parisi. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. like, dude, you've been in the NHL dude, for how long? Dude, you've been playing now? for 18 years, us? bud. What are you saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Oh, by the way, guys, I'm about to retire, but uh, it's <laughs> the whole Parisi. Time, yeah, it's Par- <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so I don't know. I think this is a case of that. Uh, but whatever. I'm just gonna go with Yerabek. 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 All right. So Yerabek. Jacob Yerabek. Man, yeah. what are your reviews? I love him, dude. I love him a lot. Um, he plays with like he's so he's such a smart player and he, he's really good with his stick. He has an active stick like you like to talk about. He breaks up a lot of two on ones. Um, bails out his other D man if he's not um, the D man's not performing well. So like maybe Carl we should Alsner. yeah we should pair him up with <laughs> Carl Alsner. Um, his hand eye is really well, really good. And even though. He's not the biggest guy. He plays very. He he's a pretty physical guy. Like yeah, um, I know. I've seen him get pushed around a little bit, but not to the extent that I see Victor Mete struggle yeah. in the battles. Right, and like even on Monday against Columbus, um, he laid out. I can't remember. I'm yeah, pretty, yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty sure he it was Josh up, he, Anderson. I think yeah, it was. yeah, he stepped and up. And like gave it was him a really, heavy, like yeah. it was a nice little Evelyn, hit. Like, uh, yeah, hip check Evelyn, like yeah, Evelyn Boom, <laughs> get a big boom. Um, <laughs> he moves the puck well. He's a good skater, not the fastest, but he's he's a smart he's a smart positional player, so yeah. that makes up for his speed. Um, and a lot of the scouts, his only downfall, which we're talking about speed now, his only downfall is that a lot of scouts say that the NHL surface might be his downfall. But um, I don't know. So far, I like I yeah. really like what I see. Yeah, I think uh, I like the I like this kid. Yeah, I've I've always kind of been excited. The mystery of this kid, what can he bring? Uh, I agree. He's got great vision. Uh, I mean, in Monday's game, he completed two tape-to-tape passes, right? Just like he caught the forward streaking through the middle and almost sprung him on a breakaway. And he did yeah. this twice. Like, he took his time. He found the really good pass. Um, he's still a little bit off defensively. But I think this is a guy who can step in, be a solid third-pairing guy. And I think we can put him out there when we need a goal because of his vision and his puck-moving abilities. It really shows that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of shocking because, like I said, it's been our issue for the whole year (laughs) is our puck-moving guy. Demon, yeah. And when you finally see it happen, you're like, wow, this looks so good. Give him a max contract. Uh, So it's so far so good. I think uh, the important thing with Yarabek is he doesn't look out of place out there. And he's, well. not, and he's not making costly mistakes, right? He's creating some offense. Uh, so I like this guy. So people, go out there, order your JJ jerseys. Yes. I'm not talking about Jean-Jacques, <laughs> you know, because nobody likes that guy right now. I'm talking about the Yakup Yarabek. So, yeah, I like it. Hopefully uh, t- there is a game tonight. I don't usually like to record on game days, but we, we have no choice, right? Yeah, it's a rare Wednesday. Yeah, so it is what it is. Uh, moving on. Uh, okay, so, of course, there's always been the trade talks and this and that and the other. But, you know, there is reinforcements eventually on the way. Schlemko yeah. coming back tonight. Yeah. Lekkanen, not skating yet, but... Coming back soon. Sherback, you know, he's still on the roster. And Weber, when these 
players return, can this team reach its full potential? Okay. So we have yet to see Shlomko play. We're going to see him play tonight. Um, so we're not 100% sure if he'll be good, how he'll fit, how he's going to – it's his first game, so I'm not expecting too much. Um, but having him in the lineup will definitely help. Um, mm-hmm. But the only downfall is it, it, it boots a guy like Mete, which we have confirmed that it's going to be Mete. Um, or Davidson, or even Moro, all those guys that are obviously in the bottom six mm-hmm. pairing. Um, they, it, even though all three of them, like Davidson and Moro, have been playing really well, um, and it sucks that yeah, now. The problem is with those two guys is is they have moments of good, and then they have moments of terrible consistency. You know? Yeah, that consistency, that's what they haven't yeah. been able to find. But yeah, you, go ahead. Sorry. Um, actually, I'm pretty much no, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> Um, oh, is that yeah, all? So, yeah, yeah. So I forgot been, what I was saying. They've been playing out. Of, they've been like it sucks that they're going to be playing out of the lineup now. They're getting played. They're getting tossed out of the lineup because of Shlemko. But Shlemko hopefully will bring that consistency that they can't find. Um, having Weber back always a good thing, of course. Uh, we miss Lekkinen a lot mm-hmm. um, on that first line, even though, even though since Patches left that first line um, and Byron came on that first line, they've been producing and they're getting their chances a lot more now. Um, Sherback, he looked good. Uh, maybe playing him with Houdon alongside Houdon might spark Houdon into what we all expected from mm-hmm. him. Um, so right now, essentially, with all the injuries and stuff coming back, this is I put together like a, a six, your six guys. It's uh, Schlemko, Weber, Petrie, Alsner, Yerbeck, Ben. So I don't know. That looks pretty solid. If Alsner can find some type of skill. If he can find some type of skill, um, <laughs> then good. I don't think he can find skill. But if he doesn't, I think... <laughs> like, uh, hey, where can I find skill? I yeah. think we, we kick uh, Alsner to Alsner Island and uh, acquire another top four hey, Jean Jack, I've been looking around the facility. Have you seen any <laughs> skill anywhere? I've been looking. <laughs> You're right. You're having a good day today or what, man? Um but yeah, I think uh, I think we look solid on the back end, especially if we acquire another top four D man, Alsner, um, someone euthanizes him. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, other than that, I'd like another top six man. Um, but we'll touch on that a little bit a uh, little bit later. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On paper, it sounds great, right? You hear those names on paper, it sounds great. Sounds like a lot of help, but realistically, we really don't know what's gonna happen yeah. when they all return. Uh, I don't. I don't think you're gonna see any big change, like big trades or anything like that, until everybody's completely healthy, right? Because you can't. Yeah, of course. You can't forget that we do have guys, decent players on the way, right? Yeah. So this is the way I look at it. If we break it down, right? We need a puck moving D man or a guy to play with Weber. It could be Yarabek. It could be Schlemko. Right. Yeah. We need a skilled forward, another skilled forward. Let's say. Having Lekkinen back could fill that void, right? And mm-hmm. then you're looking for a young playmaker to set up more goals. That could be Sherback. Yeah. I know before the injury, especially Sherby injury, he was playing well, right? So, I mean, I know these guys aren't skating yet, Lecky and Sherby. They're not skating yet, but, you know, there is some promise. There is some light at the end of the tunnel, I think, with these guys. Mm-hmm. So, in the end, I just, I think, barring a total collapse where the team just can't win a game, I don't see much changes until this team is completely healthy. 
Right. I agree. But it could be the start of better times in Montreal. The end of something new. And there's always good times in Montreal. Yeah. But this could be better. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> um, all right. Another guy, Charles Houdon. Yeah. Continues to be snake bitten. Is he doing enough to stay in the lineup? Um, okay, it's his first crack at the NHL level, like his first full season that he he's been playing. Um, I think they're gonna be a little bit patient with him. They know <clears throat> they know he's more than capable. We saw it last year in the AHL when he led the AHL in points. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think uh, I think next season not having Placanic on that first on that third line will really help his game because we all know Placanic is the as uh, Patrick Tallinn said the offensive black offensive hole. black hole. Um, <laughs> I think it'll really help his game, and I think next season will be his breakout season. Unfortunately, we got to wait an extra season. We want him to do well now, but fantasy owners mark it up, chalk it up. Take Charles Houdon late for sleeper round picks because the kid's going to be a stud next year. Yeah, you know, I like this kid a lot. I do. Mm-hmm. I can see it. I see the spark. I can see him on the verge, right, to breaking out. I d- glory. He, he just can't find it right now. Yeah. I truly hope he can find it soon because <coughs> if not, I mean, you might see a guy like Daniel Carr who's... Daniel Ka. He's killing it down there. Yeah. He might get a chance because if Houdon isn't physical, he's not killing penalties, then he needs to score or create goals, right? And unfortunately for him, it's not happening right now. Mm-hmm. I'm cheering for him because I see the skill, I see the chances, but the finish is just not there, you know? So, Charlie, take a couple extra sniffs of those salts, you know, a couple squirts of the gator sauce, get them deep, <laughs> forecheck hard, and get to the net, man, and good things should happen. Just just keep grinding away, Charlie. Charlie! Yeah. Just do it, bud. Let's go. We're cheering for you. We're, pull, right. we're pulling for you, man. We're pulling for you. Charlie. Charlie! Where is it from? Charlie. That's from uh, Mighty Ducks, right? Charlie? Uh, Yeah. There's Charlie. There might be, there must be a Charlie in there somewhere. Yeah, Charlie Conway. Maybe man. I'll pull up the. It's Conway. I know, but is there like a, a point where? They, Charlie, look out! <laughs> like yeah, like Charlie, or like a Charlie, Charlie. Oh, for sure. Yeah, right. Yeah, this when guy. he's doing his uh, triple deke. I'll see if I can pull it up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. All right, that's the show today. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Well, it is game day, so we gotta we gotta yeah, work we fast gotta here. Fire through things. Um, eh? Okay, so yeah, if if the offensive struggles continue, what do you think our next move is? Um, fire sale. No, I'm kidding. Um, just stand your ground. I think uh, you stand your ground. You roll with what you got. Because um, right now we're not exactly in the most ideal spot. Um, so if we we are able to push into a spot to reach playoffs and becomes buyers becomes buyers becomes at, at the uh, trade deadline, which I think personally it's going to be very unlikely. But if it were the case that we do become buyers, um, you trade for a top four potentially. Um, off the top of my head, I don't know anybody that's going to be a rental on D. Um, and you get your center. You get Johnny T if he's available at the deadline. Highly unlikely because think of this, Okay. You move Drouin to wing. You move, you leave Chucky on the wing, and you have Johnny T in the middle of them. That Ooh. would be disgusting, no? Ooh. May no? I think so. Ooh. 
I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah, I know it sounds so good. It sounds so good. Um, yeah, I, I guess we kind of touched on this, but I think, like I said earlier, we need to be completely healthy yeah. before a major change is going to happen. I'm not against, though, if we do keep struggling, making a one-for-one trade, you know, kind of to spark things up, like Carl Alsner for anybody, please take him, please. <laughs> no, but for real. I'm going to stop hating on Carl. But, you know, usually when I do this to players, they, they spark start, up. Yeah, they start sparking up. Like a peach. This is his, his history, you know, tends to repeat itself. So I'm just going to keep doing that until he plays better. Yeah. Because I don't mind, you know, f- saying I was wrong. I have no problem doing that. Yeah, uh, but at the end of the day, moving on here, uh, we can't let ourselves fall behind, no. right? But we we also can't make a stupid desperation trade this early in the season. If the struggles continue, I could see the trade talks, you know, start to heat up, especially if Price continues to play like this. Because in my opinion, we can't just waste that. We need to find players to compete. Not only for the the fan base, but for Gary Price, you know? And we can't just waste a season like that. If anybody knows that, it's Mark Bergevin. He knows that he can't afford to waste a season. Yeah. You know? He'll get fired. No, he will. Like, if there's no playoffs this year, I think he's he's, he's out the door. So he knows that. He knows we're not that far, but if, if the inconsistencies just keep adding up and keep and continue, then... Pro He's going to be on the hot See seat. See you later, Bats. Hot seat. Yeah. All righty then. So now it's time for Have a Prediction. Is that <laughs> your, my, radi- uh, your radio voice? That's my news anchor. Okay. <laughs> voice. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Have a Prediction. Uh, U.S. Thanksgiving. This, like, uh, this marker that specialists and analysts say, wow. Yeah. The teams that are in the playoffs at U.S. Thanksgiving. Usually... Make playoffs. Are there at the end. So it's past. Yeah. Now, give me your playoff teams in the East. In the East. Don't worry about the West. Yeah, Talk the about West the East. Wasted. Um, okay, in the Atlantic Division, I have Tampa Bay winning the division. Obviously because uh, Vashlavsky is a stud. They're tearing it up. Kucherov, Nemestikov, and Stamkos are studs. Um... Second place, I have Toronto. A little bit of a... I think they're going to slowly steady out. Um, but they'll still remain in that second spot. My third one is Ottawa. Whoa. Yeah, I think Ottawa shoots up the charts. Uh, Duchesne comes through and the team goes on fire and up the standings. Um, in the Metropolitan, I got uh, Columbus, obviously, because the play of Bobrovsky. Guy's a stud. I think he's going to win the Vesna this year. Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky. Um, yeah, so I think that allows them to take the number one spot. Washington is my second place. Um, their overall play shoots them up to the second. Um, you got Holpe. You got that f- dynamic offense with Ovechkin leading the way. Um, number three, I got New York Rangers. Uh, they're one of the hottest teams in the NHL right now. They went from from looking like Montreal's twins to all of a sudden being the best team in well, the hottest team in the NHL right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wild card spots, I went a little crazy here, okay? Um, my first wild card spot is Carolina. Whoa. Yeah, I like them. Uh, I like them as a dark horse. Um, my second is Philadelphia. 
Wow. So yeah. the Habs are not making the playoffs. No, that's my prediction. Oh, my gosh. Um, How can you be the host of a show called listen, Have a Listen? Man. I'm a realistic not person. Um, the playoffs. I'm not done. Uh, so, yeah, I think Philadelphia, they get good goaltending finally, and they squeak into the final spot. Now, my notables, because there are obviously notables that didn't make playoffs, because New Jersey's <laughs> in a playoff spot right now. Right. Pittsburgh's in a playoff spot right now. Detroit's in a playoff spot right now. But I'm not going to about, talk about Detroit because I think they're way cute. Um, but, yeah, Montreal doesn't make playoffs, unfortunately, because we're Habs fans. It's not something we like to see. But I think their poor start is what's going to hinder them from making playoffs. Um, New Jersey, I think they're playing. I don't, I don't think New Jersey is as good as they actually are. I think they're playing way better and way above themselves. Um, and Pittsburgh missing playoffs is simply because Murray's gone. And I think Murray out for a long period of time will cost them a playoff spot because they no don't flurry. have flurry. They don't mm. have a backup like yeah. flurry anymore. So that's my habit prediction there for that. Uh, I didn't get into detail. I'm just telling you straight up who's going to make the playoffs. And it's going to be Tampa. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Toronto. It's going to be Montreal. We're going to squeak in. Okay. I don't like Ottawa. Okay. Ottawa, I think we're going to catch them. Okay. Uh, Washington. Okay. Pittsburgh. I still think Pittsburgh's going to find a way. Really? They're going to make a trade. They're going to get a goalie. They're going to find a way. Columbus. Is this, an, is this an order? No, there's no oh, specific okay. thing. Okay. New Jersey. And the Islanders. Portuguese guy. They're Portuguese on fire right now. I, I, See, I disagree. I think that New Jersey is for real. They got a lot of young talent, and in today's NHL, I mean, at this point, if they haven't cooled off, then I think they are for real. The Islanders right now look really good. I think they're going to be strong. Pittsburgh is my on-the-fence pick. Yeah, simply because for those the, reasons. Yeah, because of the injury, but I still think that they're going to squeak in. Washington as well, and I just think Columbus is one of the stronger teams out there. And mm-hmm. I, I feel like Tampa, Toronto, they'll probably be the two at the top. It doesn't seem like uh, anybody's going to catch them right now. And I still think that Montreal is the better out of the rest of that division. I think we're the better team out of Ottawa, Boston, Buffalo's, all those teams in our division. I still think we're the third best. So I think we'll get. I think we'll uh, find a way to get that spot, especially if Carey Price is Carey Price. Listen, man, I hope your prediction's 100% and, uh, accurate. I just want to let everybody know I'm looking for a new host. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> the next one, home and home. This could be very important here. First, Detroit could prove to be a big matchup for positioning yeah. in the standings. So 1-1, uh, and 2-0, one, 0-2. Oh, oh kind of going back on what I just said with the whole pro- Montreal not make playoffs, but I'm going 2-0. <laughs> oh. Going 2-0 oh here. Uh, <laughs> well, you got to make the fans happy. Right? No. That's he probably on his paper has like 0-2. Oh 0-2. Oh he, <laughs> uh, he's taking heat. Blowouts. Um, but, yeah, no, I think with Price being back right now and the way the team's been playing, I think we go a little bit on a streak. Listen, man, I hope we make playoffs. Yeah, of but course. I'm, I know. I'm no, just I being know. realistic I'm here. Up. I know. Okay. I, know I think the, the beginning. It's called have a prediction. It's the beginning a prediction. of the season killed us, okay? I've made predictions that I regret, too, but I'm happy to regret them. Exactly. It's a win-win. So yeah, I think we go two and zero. Oh, uh, we pound out some uh, pound out two wins against yeah, Detroit. I'm going. Uh, Detroit. I'm very superstitious, so I don't want to talk about it too much. But I'm going to say we're going to an okay. Thing. Move on. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, time for the tweet of the week. <laughs> so, did you get a tweet of the week? Yeah, mine's kind of weak, but I, I don't know. You know I what? thought it, was... I, it wasn't uh, that interesting because we're winning right now. Yeah. So you know, I did not get too many like a little, little bit stuff. of a dumb. 
tweet. But yeah. Okay, what'd you get? Okay, so the Montreal Gazette, they tweeted out an article regarding David Schlemko and him being ready to make his Habs debut, which, by the way, will be tonight. Um, so in the article, it has a picture of a player. Obviously, if the player being talked about is David Schlemko, should be David Schlemko, correct? Hmm. Um, well... Confirmed. It is a photo of David Schlemko, but I was looking at the replies, right? And someone tweeted, was like, this is stupid. That's Brandon Davidson. Um, no, it's not. So for those of you that aren't too familiar with these two guys and how they look, um, one has a full-grown beard, okay? Schlemko has a full-grown beard. And Davidson, he's a, still a young guy, and uh, he's clean-shaven. So um, whoever said that's Brandon Davidson, mix mm-hmm. in some Google, and you can clearly see who is who, and you're absolutely wrong. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I what, hear you. What, what's your tweet? <laughs> so my tweet of the week, okay, is... Uh, I, you know, it was it was a very uninteresting week, like I said. But my tweet came from some random dude. <laughs> yeah. Or a woman, I don't even know. Uh, but all it <laughs> said was, uh, no Schlemko, no Weber, no worries. Tomorrow, tomorrow. Just pass it. Tomorrow, he'll bring us two points today. Go Habs, go. <laughs> ah, that's pretty, that's pretty so clever. It's a little, little poetic, right? It's I thought <laughs> it caught my eye. But, you know, a, he, this guy really loves Joe Morrow, though. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, Jesus you're giving him a little, you know, a little too happy with Joe Morrow there. All right, then. Uh, that was interesting. Yeah, it was. Okay. <laughs> so. So. Okay, so. Moving so, on. Uh. All right. So, the Vegas Golden Knights, man. I know I called out that they were not for real and i thought that they were going to cool off but it just seems that they they don't want to cool off yeah uh but we can't forget that this is still in a, an expansion team so what direction would you take the team right the, i'm gonna just add that james neal jonathan marchiso david perron lucas spiza clayton stoner Derek england england all ufas at the end of the year they just signed braden braden mcnab uh, to like a four-year deal, I forget the term. Yeah, but yeah, so those guys are all going to be UFAs at the end of the year. So, what would you? What direction would you take this team, especially if they're still a contender? Well, would you? Um, I don't know. I I still think I don't know. I'm curious to see what they're going to do at the did the deadline at the deadline. But um, I still think the Knights, despite their surprising and unpredicted success to the season should be sellers. Um, they have a lot of assets to trade away with all the lists that you just mentioned. James Neal leading the way because the guy's been a, an animal and possessed playing. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think they should just stick to the game plan yeah. of building for the future, basically because, realistically, they're not going to win the Cup this year. Like, mm. there's no chance with their goaltending, like, being questioning. Come being on, questioned. Malcolm Subban. Hey. Yeah, but come on, man. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Build up in the draft and acquire prospects, acquire picks, uh, and then just they'll remain on the right path. That's what they need to do. That's my... Yeah, you know, I kind of agree. This is tough. Nobody thought that these guys... Uh, you know, were for real, but yeah. they built a great team to compete. They did. And I think they could have even built a better team to compete, but they decided to go the long-term route, which was the right decision to do. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, my decision as a GM would be you can't lose focus on the future. Think about 
you know, who you're going to re-sign and who's going to walk. doesn't matter if you're in contention here. You have to collect assets because if you don't, then they could end up being a one-and-done type team, right? Yeah. Go for it, and then now what? Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm looking at March or so for <coughs> sure. I'm, I'm building my team around that guy as, you know, number one center. He's killing it right now. Yeah, I'm keeping him player. for sure. I think everybody else on that list in particular is expendable in my eyes. I'm not saying trade everybody, obviously, but no. uh, you can't stop collecting picks if you're this franchise. That's how I feel. Yeah, exactly. So ride it out. Ride, ride on. Sally, ride. All right, it's time for Give Me a Fact. All right, guys, um, <laughs> here's Give Me a Fact here. Um, first one oh, is. Sorry, Give Me a Fact. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. So, Wayne Gretzky currently holds 61 NHL records. Wow. Impressive, eh? That's a lot. Which is obviously the most by any player ever. Um, speaking of. Wayne Gretzky. Well, no, that has no correlation. Ignore me. Um, <laughs> the Stanley Cup has been on many adventures since being created in 1893. It was actually used as a cereal bowl. Uh, it got lost. Um, it got left at the side of the road, and it even once got tossed into a swimming pool. Wow. Yeah. I wonder what other adventures it's uh, Lord Stanley has taken that we don't <laughs> oh, know about. Drunken hockey player, son. Yeah. All right. Here's another one. A little bit of a, a weird thing. I, I spoke about uh, the hockey pucks and how they were frozen cow shit. Um, baseballs were originally made of horse foreskins. Whoa. Yeah. Horse foreskins, eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, eh? Damn it. So hey, tough times back then, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So last one. Um, I just realized I really got to stop using so many because my... The, the facts that I use, like, it's a certain, it's, like, top 55, so I'm going to run out soon. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. the internet, <laughs> you know, you're going to have to start searching. Yeah. To, so, yeah, just do a fact. Yeah, so <laughs> last one. This one I found pretty pretty cool, pretty interesting. Uh, hockey legend Gordie Howe is a cryophobic, which is the fear of extreme cold and ice. Hmm. I thought that was kind of funny because the guy skated on ice for yeah. X amount of years in wow. his career. Guy's afraid of ice. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow, Mr. Hockey. Yeah. Crazy stuff, eh? All right. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. That was a great addition. Uh, so, uh, I, you know, I did the news last week. It was a great news segment, but uh, nobody got to hear it, yeah. unfortunately. But uh, it's time for the news. Guys, so um, as we all know, David Schlemko has been recalled from Laval yeah. after his conditioning stint and will make his season debut tonight, finally, against the Ottawa Senators. Um, Noah Jolson has been activated off season opening IR and assigned and they assigned him to Laval. He will actually make his professional debut for the Laval Rocket hey, tonight. Let's go, Noah. <clears throat> um, Tori Mitchell. See you later. He was traded to the L.A. Kings for a conditional fifth. You don't say. And the condition is, if L.A. makes playoffs, the pick becomes a fourth, which in turn was the Habs' fourth that they gave to L.A. for Dwight King. Wow. So that Dwight King trade hopefully will I was, become null. I was null. hoping that I never had to hear the name Dwight King again. Good job. Yeah. Um, former Hab and NHLer Daniel Briere released a book entitled Mr. Playoffs. In the former, in the book, the former Habitant 
exposed the unprofessional nature of Terryann as a coach. In his book, he continuously spoke about how Terryann bashed him and put him down in front of the fan, in front of the his uh, his teammates, and um, he said he said that no one respected him, just bashing the poor guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, perhaps the rumors about him being like ripped in him ripping into Shaw last season was true. Um, yeah, safe to say. We, he won't be coaching anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, um, but, you know, whatever. It is what it is. I'm, uh, you see it with football coaches. You see it with a lot of coaches. That's just the, sometimes the nature of the game. Yeah, Some yeah. coaches are like that. We're all grown men, right? Um, okay. Former Hab Brandon Prust has become the assistant coach for the London Knights. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, Prusty. Good luck. Yeah, good At job. At least he found something, man. You know, like, yeah. Um, he might be the future coach of the Habs. <laughs> Who knows, man? No, he's not French. It's not happening. Hey, you never know. He's got a French girlfriend. Hey. Hey, he must be learning. Okay. Huh? So, <laughs> so, Alex DeBrincat, which, by the way, is my Calder Trophy prediction at the beginning of the season. Yeah, Josh Hosang is back in the <laughs> league, bro. <laughs> he scored his first career hat trick, becoming the second youngest to score a hat trick in Blackhawks history. Black Hawks. Um, <laughs> Whoa. Roberto Luongo joined Patrick Waugh on the goalie list to log 200-plus wins for two different teams. Wow, Impressive. Bobby Lou, good job. Right. So Bobby Lou, obviously, Florida, he had he has 200 now. And in Vancouver, he had 252. And if you don't follow Bobby Lou on Twitter, follow Bobby funny, Lou. Funny, strombone yeah, one or whatever. Yeah, strombone one, yeah, do it. So, yeah, that's pretty impressive. And last but not least, can you say bad timing? The Toronto Argonauts arrived home yesterday afternoon, and City News tried to get a live footage of them coming off the plane, but the bus that they were orig- that they were going to be getting onto off the plane went in front of the camera, and you hear the reporter flipping out and losing his mind. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty funny clip. <laughs> yeah, you gotta watch uh, it. Go to City News Toronto on Twitter. It's the confirmed Let's account. Let's go Argos! Um, and uh, yeah, if you want to have a little chuckle, listen to that. Hey, that was a, there was another video like that the other day, right? With uh, when they were like blowing up the like Georgia Dome or something like that, and then a bus, like they're like get, trying to get footage of like the TNT because yeah. they you know crushed I it never, to I never the, saw the that. ground. Yeah, and the, the same thing, a bus like, ended up right in front. Like Jesus dude, Christ! And you, you know, you, it's not like you can re- film that again. Yeah, <laughs> it blew up. <laughs> Oh, man. Too too funny. Too too funny. All right. You know what time it is now, Gibbs? Weekly Sports Picks. Weekly Sports Picks. Weekly Sports Picks. I was hoping that when I said, you know what time it is now, Gibbs, you're supposed to say, what time is it? Oh. Then we were going to both do it. <laughs> Sorry, man. All right. Next time. You want to do another take? We or? learn as we go. We learn Okay. As we okay. Go. Pro Sports. All right. Weekly Sports Picks. So. There was no weekly sports picks last week. Yeah. There was, but there wasn't. So forget it. I'm nine and five. Gibby's ten and four. He's close. I mean I'm close and I gotta win. I gotta yeah. win. I gotta go two and oh. He's yeah. gonna go one two. Let me take the lead back. Yeah. So, so you can go. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, ladies <laughs> first. Okay. Fine. <laughs> um okay, so two weeks ago I picked Edmonton to beat <clears throat> Jesus. I picked Edmonton to beat Dallas 3-2. Dallas won 6-3, so a bit of a changed uh, score. Um, Winnipeg to beat New Jersey 4-2. Um, Winnipeg won 5-2. I was close to getting that extra point, but I didn't. So, yeah, i Was this the previous week? This is two weeks ago. Oh, two weeks ago, yeah. Okay, I deleted those, but I know I won. <laughs> so. Okay. Um, so, yeah, now my new picks are... 
Boston versus Philly on Saturday. I'm picking Boston to win 3-1. Toronto versus Vancouver Saturday. I'm taking Toronto to win 5-3. Wow. Yeah. God. Um, okay. <clears throat> I'm taking Vegas versus Winnipeg on Friday night. Yeah. Uh, I'm taking 4-3 overtime win. Got to go for those extra points. If you so, hold on, I'll I'll give you what's what's the score? Four three. Okay, I'll give you this. Okay, so you can gain a little bit of ground because you did this to me last time. If you can predict the score, overtime win. Like if you get everything right, you'll get three points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. the whole point here. Okay, sorry. <laughs> and then I'm taking nice. uh, the Battle of Alberta, Edmonton, Calgary, Calgary Saturday night. Uh, I like Edmonton five three. Okay. I keep saying Edmonton's going to find it, but they're they got to do it. They can't find it. So, yeah. Um, uh, if you guys are interested in listening to podcasts, not just us, I know we're Hab-centric. Uh, there's uh, follow at NHL Podcasts on Twitter. They got, you know, they're always retweeting and tweeting out all the best podcasts from around the league. So they'll be tweeting ours out and everybody else's. So a lot of cool podcasts they have. Follow them at NHL Podcasts on Twitter. Thank you very much for the retweet. All right, go Habs, go. This is a big weekend. Yeah, uh, let's, let's get let's it, get boys. Some, let's get some dubs here and uh, let's keep her going, eh? Yeah, rile up the boys here, eh? Let's, uh, let's get her going, eh? All right, guys. <laughs> See ya later. Yeah, yeah. You know, you should know better. Good close is not